Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Success Secret Podcast with me, Hussein Talib. This is episode number 43, how also safe prevents violence and promotes safety in workplaces and residences with Sabrina Uso. Welcome to Success Grid, the place for sharing entrepreneurial stories, knowledge, and wisdom to educate and inspire you to always strive to raise your standards in your business and your life. With your host, Hussein Talib. Welcome to a new episode of the Success Grid podcast. Today, here with me, Sabrina Uso is the founder and CEO of Uso Safe. Feel safe where you live, work, and play. She is a TEDx speaker, domestic violence speaker, real estate agent, and consultant on promoting safety and preventing violence in the workplace, schools, and places of residence. So, Sabrina, welcome to the Success Great Podcast. Thank you so much, Hussein, for having me. I greatly appreciate the opportunity. Awesome. So, are you ready for the grid? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> yes. So, t- tell us more about your story. And tell us more how you started the Also Safe. Sure. Um, I've had enough uh, therapy, off and on therapy, to be comfortable enough to say that uh, I am a, a survivor of violence. My father beat my mother on a regular basis. Uh, I don't say that to get attention, for sensationalism, for to make your listeners feel bad. Um, I say this because I, I know what violence is, how traumatic it is to live in that type of environment and how much it affects someone. Uh, and also to uh, just give a background to kind of get people to get to healing in some capacity. Um, so uh, basically also safe started out as a one woman show. I am a dancer. Mm-hmm. Um and I, 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 I did. I went on many, many auditions. Uh, I got gigs here in the states, and and then I started writing my one-woman show. Um, I didn't start dancing till later on in life because I, I couldn't even think about it growing up in the environment that I did. So, um, and I was training heavily in New York City, uh, and then. One day I said, uh, I'm going to write my one woman show. And this show, uh, I play different women being abused. She goes to her good place. That's where the dancing comes in. Uh, But then she's pulled back into the terror of violence. But the show ends very strong, very um, empowering. But I did a lot of research for the show um, because I wanted it to be educational as well as entertaining. Yeah. And I could not believe the statistics that I was finding. And I said to myself, I have to make this into a business, into a bona fide business with paid products and services. And that's how Oso Safe was born, really. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, so it, it turning pain into power, oh, if you cool. will. Awesome. So from your perspective in the past year, year and a half or so, do you think that COVID has affected the lockdown, raised the violence rates in general? The awareness, the awareness of how much, how prevalent the problem is, yes. And I feel like uh, COVID has increased it, but it w- in households where violence existed, it, it, it was always there, but COVID has uh, has made it 
people more aware. So instead of get, getting beat up one time a day, because everyone is homebound, now you're getting beat up. I know that sounds strange, but you're <laughs> getting beat up three, four, five times a day because now you're homebound. If you're not safe at home, where are you safe? Yeah, exactly. So, this is the place that uh, one should be safe at least. Exactly. If, if you are exactly. not safe outside, you should be safe at home. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so a lot of violence. Do you think a lot of violence that especially starts at home gets reported? Because I see, like, uh, I read reports like all over the world, like. Not like maybe mostly 50% at least does not get reported. So why do you think is that? People are afraid. Uh, people are very afraid. They feel shame. They feel guilty. Uh, just to give you some statistics, one out of three women will be beaten or raped in a lifetime. One out of three young people will be in an abusive relationship. One out of seven men is abused. By the end of today, four women will be killed by their abusive partners, and most of them will be killed after they leave their abusers. Mm. So them leaving is not the answer. In the United States, as many as 15 million children witness violence in their own homes each and every year. Uh, 80% of all runaways come from violent homes. Um about 324,000 pregnant women go into the emergency room, not for pregnant-related issues, but for abuse-related injuries. Mm-hmm. I could go on and on with statistics. Yeah. And mind you, these statistics are just the ones that are reported. As yeah. I say in my, in my TEDx talk, the problem is even bigger than what the numbers are re- revealing. Mm-hmm. So... Um, And the focus must be in residency. It must be in residency, which is what how I modeled Oso Safe, where the focus is in making homes safe. So people are scared. I I know on a personal level, my mother, she never called the police on my father. Um, And and. a lot for a lot of reasons a lot of reasons he was the breadwinner uh religion comes into play you're blamed as the victim there's so many reasons. sometimes 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 the parents think of their kids maybe especially if they have small kids they think like yeah this is maybe an issue like kids is they think it's better for them but actually it might not be right Right, right. Yes. I know on a personal level and also uh, for a lot of people, oh, I'm staying with him or her for the kids. But really, you're doing them harm because uh, they're learning, wow, this must be normal. And it's not. It yeah, exactly. Be normal. Yeah. yeah, this is when, when kids grow up, they become... Uh... This is why you see kids nowadays, I don't know, a lot of them are so aggressive, make fights in school or whatever. Uh, they they insult even grown-ups that are much bigger than them because they see that as a child in their homes that their parents are not getting along very well. Right. They perpetuate that violence and they become future victims or future abusers. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're sending the wrong message to your child by by staying with the with your abuser. Yeah. So um, 
But, uh, well, we, uh, I mean, I'm sure we'll go over this in the interview. We're saying at Oso Safe, you stay right where you are. It's the abuser that has to go, not yeah. you, the victim. Yeah, so, yeah. but I just wanted to state that. Yeah, exactly. Someone should stand for themselves, not run away or hide or something like that, right? So, so I think maybe the violence starts at home. So, what are the some of the signs you think or the warning signs of an someone who is an abuser? Yes, excellent question. Uh, if like let's say you're dating someone uh because there's always warning signs so and these warning signs they have to be adhered to because that way you won't marry the person you won't get into a committed relationship with the person for example if you start going out with someone and they say things like oh i'm so jealous uh don't hang out with him or her. Why do you have to go to your parents' house? Why don't you stay here? Uh, why are you wearing those clothes? They're too revealing. Um, why don't we start combining our money? Uh, why don't you let me take care of the bank accounts? Meanwhile, you just met the person. So these are all ways to manipulate, dominate, starting control. Um uh, making like always violence starts verbal. Usually it always mm -hmm. starts verbal with yeah. what I just said. And then it begins physical, like pulling hair, pushing, constricting, and then it always escalates. It always mm -hmm. escalates. Mm -hmm. And then if they start, like if you have pets and they start threatening pets, children are always victim. So these are all warning signs. Even if you're, Let's say you work with someone and you start to see different patterns in eating, like maybe drastic weight loss or weight gain. If you see that they come into work with eyeglasses or they're covering themselves more than usual, mm. chances are they're hiding a black eye, they're hiding bruises, they're hiding. And, and it could be that it's just a coincidence. But if you start asking them questions and they get very defensive and sensitive about their home life chances are things are not okay at mm -hmm. home yes the, so the, these the, are all warning signs yeah you yeah, know? yeah a lot of people that's what happens when even when they go to societies that are voluntary and protect for example women or even men so yeah they don't want to share their stories most of them they don't want to reveal the harm that's been done whether it's verbal or like you said it starts verbally or if it's physical yeah. right right yes and 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 it's understandable i mean uh you know the best thing is or one of the things that someone can do is listen to them and and don't blame them don't we um i could explain this later on in the interview we are big proponents where don't expect the victim to leave it, yeah. it's it's uh the problem is so big to to let to think that oh just leave and that'll solve yeah. everything it doesn't uh, actually actually i'm with you because if someone doesn't do if someone who hurt someone else doesn't do anything about it that's someone who hurt that someone will do it to another person and another person and another person so it becomes like continuous for them there's no one stopping them so will, they will keep doing that 
in whichever way it is, whether it's verbal or it is like a physical way. Exactly. Correct. You, you Correct. should stand up for yourself in whatever you think is not uh, in your good interest, I would just say. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you mentioned the statistics, but uh, what is the most important statistic about this? Is it is it re revolves around women or does it revolve around men? Which is one the the let's say the most used? Well, uh, everybody says you know uh, the focus is always women that women are the victims. However, I can tell you there are women abusers out there. Yeah. So. And I did not build my company with the focus that it's always the woman that's the victim. It could be the man. And we say at Also Safe, no matter what gender the hand occupies, it's bad. Whether you see dad beating up mom or mom beating up dad, it's bad. Either way, especially as a child, I could tell you uh, I have personal experience with this. It's horrifying either way. So it's and it's hard it's almost harder or more difficult for men to come out and say i'm a yeah, victim she, yeah, she beats me up yes. and, and you know cuz people will say well what's wrong with you man up what's the matter with you <laughs> exactly. you're 662 six, and she's 55 five. what do you mean she's beating you up or she's threatening you man up it's the wrong approach yeah. anybody could be a victim so we have to take the approach of Everybody should be safe. Everybody should practice safety. It should go neither way. Um, yeah. There should be respect. There should be understanding. There should be patience. In, in households where there's nonviolence, non-chaos, non-abuse, this, this doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Mm, yeah. So uh, I hope I answered your question. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes maybe one of the things that happened between an, uh, let's say a husband and a wife or a family inside. If, for example, they are both like working. The money issue comes into place maybe. I am making more than you. you, you I, I don't want you to make more than you. These kind of things, especially if the woman makes more money than the man, maybe that's an issue too sometimes, do you think? Yeah, uh, well, there's no excuse for violence, none at all. Whether he's making more than her, she's making more than him, whether, uh, it, like I said, it's it's religion or, you know, you're the woman, you're supposed to take care of all of the household, the household chores and taking care of the kids, I'm the man. It's no excuse. These are excuses. Yeah. Um, and, and it's also a lot how you grew up, you know, um, how, like, if, one attribute of abuser victim dynamics in the household is a uh, very strong gender, like typical stereotypical gender in, uh, um, ways of living. You know, you're the woman, yeah. you stay home and I'm the man, I'm supposed to make more money or whatever the case may be. It shouldn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. These are all excuses really you know yeah, so yeah, yeah. there should be no violence no yeah, exactly. no abuse period Definitely, period exactly. so can you expand on the what does it mean the responsibility of safety should not be in the hands of the victim yes we're saying at also safe um it should be the responsibility of the institutions of society namely uh for example the real estate industry 
the schools or, or the educational industry, uh, the sports industry, lawmakers, politicians, um, and even just how we speak on, on an everyday basis to expect for the woman or the man to leave is the wrong approach. Mm -hmm. In fact, there is a statistic, I think I mentioned it, when a woman decides to leave or a victim, they are 75% more likely to be killed. Mm -hmm. So if the mm -hmm. odds are stacked that highly against you, would you leave? It's not that easy to leave. You know, 75%. I mean, that's that's, that's almost huge. 100%. Yeah. So, so, um, so it, it's the wrong approach. We're saying, look, you stay right where you are. It's the abuser that has to leave when mm. you are in a real estate contract. So I could explain more about that later on in the in yeah. interview, but just to give a prelude, yeah. it's, it, it's, it's, it should be a, a, a required standard condition of residency. Um, yeah. So uh, let's ex expand on this a little bit. So what is also safe approach to diminishing home violence in properties? Yes. We, we are combining education and technology to promote safety and prevent violence in schools, workplaces, but in particular in your place of residence. So uh, what we are marketing right now, something called the Oso Safe Home Sweet Home Package. And this is right now we're focusing on landlords and tenants. We want this to propagate over all residency, but we're focusing on landlords and tenants mm. because this is the path of least resistance. And what we're saying is, Mr. and Miss Landlord, hire Oso Safe. We will come in and get your property Oso Safe certified. What does that mean? You purchase the Oso Safe Home Sweet Home package. It consists of a policy, a seminar, an app and therapists assigned to the building. And we're saying the policy, it basically states, I as a landlord, I promise to provide you a safe space for you to live. You in turn as my tenants, you promise to not act in any way, shape or form that is abusive. Otherwise you, the abuser gets immediately evicted from the premises. And we go into full knowledge knowing that that would be the consequences. So there's no surprises. And then there is a seminar where we educate everybody. We educate all everybody in the building, all of the tenants on facts, statistics, warning signs, definitions of abuse, the difference between abuse and discipline, just to name a few items. So that way we don't just leave it up to the wind, toss it up to chance. Mm -hmm. Then there is an app. So this is where the technology comes in. And I hired a software company to design an app based on my criteria, my specifications to, to detect violence. Wow. So in other words, if a, if a landlord, let's say, has 10 units, they get an alert. Oh, wow. In unit two and in unit 10, I just saw you beat the crap out of him. And I just saw you beat the crap out of the kids in my unit 10. Those are grounds for eviction. I have proof. You got to go because I have to maintain property reputation. I have to mitigate liability. I have to keep the rest of my tenants safe. Yeah. And then there are therapists assigned to the building. And now it's a required standard condition of residency for you to check in with the therapist. 
once a month. It's part of your residency. And so that way, this is all on the preventative side versus waiting for an episode of violence to occur where police come. And at that point, in a way, Hussein, it's too late. It's almost mm-hmm. too late to do something. So this will deem your property also safe certified. And we are speaking to people in the insurance industry and also for landlords to say, look, if you hire us and get your property also safe certified, your insurance rates will go down and your property value will go up. So so that way it's an incentive on on the financial side. They should be rewarded financially, landlords or property owners in general. So I'm sorry. I hope I explained. This is (laughs) our core product, uh, you know, to make residency safer. Okay, cool. So uh, since you are talking uh, to insurance companies, like you mentioned, for example, how are you finding the responses from these kind of, let's say, third party uh, people? Right. Um, It's still... uh, there is still like I'm dealing with a lot of um, short sightedness and small mindedness. Uh, but I think uh, the more that we talk to people and the more now that COVID has made it so apparent that homes have to be safe, we can't just leave it the way it is. Mm. I think and, and we're also speaking to the the real estate industry because I'm a real estate agent. I think people will want this more and more, uh, that it will become kind of like a standard. So I am dealing with challenges, but I feel like the more podcasts I do and the more interviews and the more, the more exposure that OsoSafe gets, um, I think people will want nothing less as far as residency. So, um, so I, I am dealing with like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Uh, but I, I need to get more people more open-minded and more mm. progressive to mm, jump yeah. on board. So I'm hoping with podcasts like yours that, wow, let's let's team up with Oso Safe. Let, let's mm. do this on the insurance end, you know. So so it's still a work in progress, if you yeah. will. But like I said, I think I think real estate will move in this direction and we're on mm. the forefront of this. Yeah, know? exactly. As you mentioned, it's it's a, it's a good benefit for the landlord. It's benefit them also, right? Yes, yes. And mm. like I said, there should be a financial reward. Treating this as a charity, as a nonprofit is the wrong approach. We, we are not a charity or a nonprofit. <laughs> we respect all of them, but this is why we're making it a required standard condition of residency and a paid service with paid products, just like a business. So that way it gets resolved. This yeah. has to be resolved. You know, people should not live with the fear of, oh my gosh, am I going to get beat up? What's going to happen to the kids? Are the kids going to get sexually abused by dad or by mom? Or, I mean, no one should live that way. You can't yeah. live that way, you know. Exactly. Um, you know, yeah. Exactly. So, so uh, how can someone, if the, if the intention, sometimes people don't have the intentions of being abusive, but sometimes it just, let's say, happens in the rush of the moment or something like that, you know. A moment comes a man or a woman comes angry from work or whatever from the outside. And it turns out to be not good. So how can someone 
practice not being abusive. Good, very good point. We at Also Safe, we educate on this. You're going to fight in your family, right? It, yeah. Whoever you live with, you're going to fight. You're going to have disagreements. You're going to have um, conflict. Uh, that's normal. That's normal. There's going to be doors being slammed and, you know, sometimes in anger, you, 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 you slam your fist on the table. We get that. However, it should never, ever cross the line of abuse, not verbally, not physically, not sexually. So that's where you have to have control. You have to practice control because once it crosses that line of abuse, then you are in 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 chaos, in in violence, in dysfunction. Um, to mitigate that, there are many many things that one can do, not to practice safety. And this one of the things is to recognize that this is a practice. It's not like okay, I got educated, close the books, close <laughs> the phones, uh, I'm good. No, it's a practice every single day. Um, one, we, and I may have mentioned this, we are big proponents of therapy Mm. and we make this a part of residency because in your day-to-day life, there is no way that you can handle things by yourself. Sometimes problems are too big. For Mm. example, with COVID, you had to make your home, your workplace, and for, if you have kids, your school. (laughs) <laughs> so there's going to be a lot of pressure, a lot of conflict. Uh, how are we going to do this? Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, our space is small. Uh, we're only in the small apartment. Oh, my gosh. The pressure is on. You feel overwhelmed. With a therapist, they could help you with this. Like, oh, I'm not going to beat up anybody. I'm not going to verbally disparage anyone in my household. Let's get therapy, uh, uh, a regular part of our week, of our whatever you can afford. And there are places where they will give therapy for free. Um, for example, uh, I know lo- here in the States, local synagogues, local mosques, local churches, they offer that. And we say at Also Safe, any therapy is better than no therapy. So, um, and there is shame in not getting help versus getting help. So we are big proponents of therapy. That's one big way to prevent an episode of violence. Another is to know, do not fight in front of your children. That's huge. I can tell you from personal, personal experience. If you are, if you have, if you disagree with your spouse, (laughs) say it as a rule. Look, we know that we disagree. Let's get the kids over at aunt, uncle, grandma, grandpa. Let's get them to the mall with aunt, uncle, a close family friend. And me and you talk this over. There could be yelling. We understand. Of course, you're going <laughs> to yell. You're, go, you're, going to, you're going to fight. Yeah. But don't, 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 um, don't say to your significant other, you're, you're a slut, you're a whore. You're a jerk. You're, you know, nothing like that. Talk it over like adults. If you disagree, make a promise with each other. We're not going to fight in front of your, in front of the children, and we're going to respect each other. You could mm-hmm. disagree and respect, but yeah. respect. 
Another big thing is pornography. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Is there a connection between violence and pornography? Yes, big, 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 big. Okay. A, stati a statistic is that um, 88.2% uh, pornography is 88.2% physical aggression towards women. So when we give pornographic materials to our children, especially boys, we are actually teaching them how to be hostile to girls or women when they grow up. So it's better not to give them any pornographic material. We're not, a, it's not about sexual freedom. We're all for sexual freedom at Oso oh Safe. Um, it's not about that erotica. Erotica is sexual freedom, but pornography is about rape, child rape, sex trafficking. It's very much under and prostitution it's under that big umbrella of mm. pornography yeah. and another thing that i want to point out point out hussein is that um something that has come to my attention is that uh there are women that abuse in pornography and they are called a financial dominatrix however their proper title should be a paid sex abuser and this is where women are paid to abuse men, men that go to them. Then this is in, in, in the United States, it's legal and it's consensual. However, these women are dangerous. They are dangerous. They are manipulative. They are dominating and they infiltrate in our societies, in our communities. They could be in your local PTA. In the United States, a PTA is when uh, they are part of the school and they pose as upstanding good citizens. Meanwhile, they yeah. do convulsing, revolting things on and off camera and they prey on weak men. And these men could have children and they date them. They rope them in and they say, oh, I'm just doing this. I make a lot of money. Um, I I'm just playing a character. They are dangerous, manipulative, dominating women. They are abusers and mm -hmm. they're in the porn world. So I just wanted to state that, that it's not always men that abuse sexually. It's also women. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's, it's a big driver of violence, mm, period. Exactly. So can you tell me a little, a little, a little bit more about the legal system? Does it make it more? Uh, good for uh, the children, uh, children abuse, or does it make it the matters even more horrible for them? In the States, I can uh, yeah, tell you, yeah, yeah. it makes it more horrible, definitely. Oh. <laughs> uh, from all the way from, I would say, just like in, in every, like the whole spectrum of the legal system, you have the police, the lawyers, mediators, parent coordinators, the schools, uh, and then ultimately the judges, there are good police, bad police, good lawyers, bad lawyers, judges, I could tell you, um, <laughs> they make matters so much more horrible. And I'm speaking from personal and professional experience. You are better off not going the legal right. First of all, you're going to spend an extraordinary amount of money on lawyers. Yeah. And I have to say, uh, judges, they rule what is in the worst interest of the abused child versus what is in the best interest of the abused child. So what's the point? 
it's better that you hire us also safe <laughs> um and we we consult with a small team of lawyers on a regular basis and i've had lawyers tell me tell also safe that wow sabrina you are short circuiting the entire process with the also safe home sweet home package actually it's much better it's a much better route you don't need the lawyers and the parent coordinators and the me and the mediators and the and the judges what do you need them for you are nipping it in the bud yeah. you are solving it right in residency cool awesome so so can you take us through again through the also safe certification and the also safe home sweet home package yes uh they hire us we charge we charge the the landlord or the property owner uh and it's about 125 dollars per unit no matter how many people are in the unit you know so you could be living with yourself or you could be living with a couple of people in your family you know whatever however many children you have and we get everybody educated we get everyone like i said there are therapists assigned to the building uh and there are um there's the app which is being updated right now but that's that's the technology portion of it um so that way everybody is on the same page and this will deem the property also safe certified you could see my logo behind me yeah. that that gets put outside of the building that once all of our work is done that way any pedestrian traffic or any driving traffic people see that logo and they recognize what that logo is like oh wow that property is home violence conscious they educate everybody i would rather live in a building or in a residence that is also safe certified versus one that isn't yeah when violence occurs if and when violence occurs that's when we we go in on a more accelerated level where we get more therapists okay the abuser is out because that's what they signed on the policy yeah. the abuser is out you feel safe and we we um we kind of uh in, inject if you will or we we make therapy a more accelerated concentrated part of the residency don't worry you're safe we and we have six weeks we take the um the security deposit as payment because if you think about it the security deposit is for you know like if something goes in the toilet bowl that shouldn't have what do you, who do you hire a plumber to go in and mm -hmm. fix it well now you're going to hire oh so safe to kind of de-victimize all of the the rest of the family and we do positivity we say look you deserve to be in a good relationship the kids can continue to go to school you don't have to leave the abuser left um you're safe we also have security like extra security for the building mm -hmm. so this is all part of of making the residents also safe certified awesome Great. you know um it's, it's, yeah it's 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 very uh, smart move actually when someone like you mentioned someone sees this logo and somewhere in an apartment building on a complex it knows this especially if they have kids for example this is a place that i might be want to live in right so yeah so my last question for you sabrina is what is your vision for also safe yes um i i love this question because uh it's um 
we see this as that this needs to propagate over all residency. In fact, because I'm a real estate agent, we envision that real estate agents can be instrumental in this whole equation where we're saying, look, we come across buyers, sellers, uh, landlords, property managers, and tenants all day long, right? And these people can be potential abusers, potential victims, but we don't single anyone out. We're saying, look, hire us. Let's get properties also safe certified, more and more properties. Let's make this part of your mortgage, part of your insurance policy, part of even for hospitals before you take this baby home, Mm -hmm. get also safe certified. Because if you think about it, whether you live in a townhouse, a co-op, a condo, a single family home, a multifamily dwelling, a two family home, a villa, a mansion, a mobile home, it doesn't matter. Before you take this baby home, let's get you, the parents, whether you're divorced, whether you're together, it doesn't matter. A baby always has a mother and a father. Let's get you also safe certified before you bring this baby home. So that way it's more preventative. Um, We see this as carrying over no matter what your residency is, whether you rent, whether you own, whether you have a mortgage or not, it doesn't matter. Everybody should be also safe certified. We're also introducing this in schools, universities, and workplaces. We focus on those three markets, real estate, schools and universities, and the workplace. The big three, as people awesome. say. Uh, so that's the vision that we have. Yeah, awesome. So you, can you tell us the websites so can people go check it out? Sure. Um, it's uh, ososafe.com. That's my website. Uh, I'm uh, on all the major social media sites, uh, the platforms, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, um, Instagram. My TEDx talk is uh, is broadcast. It's called uh, "If You're a Victim of Home Violence, Don't Leave, Stay." Uh, for the I say that for the reasons that we went over in this interview. Yeah. Um, and you for speaking engagements, seminars, and workshops, and also more information on the technology on the app uh, that can all be found on my website, alsosafe.com. Awesome! Thank you, Sabrina, also for being here with me on the Success Great Podcast. Hussein, thank you so much for the opportunity, for the exposure. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Success Grid. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.